You're listening to the Rooted Feminine Podcast, the place for sovereign women who want to honor just how potent they truly are. I'm your host, Marissa Lawton, a former licensed psychotherapist turned sacred steward, and it's my mission to help women cultivate grounded relationships with their feminine energy and step more fully into their divinity. I walk alongside feminine seekers as they remember their magic, reconnect with ancient rhythms, and reclaim their divine power. By moving beyond patriarchal constructs and good girl conditioning, we are all able to co-create a life of spiritual intention. Each week, we will work to root spiritual concepts in the earth and in the body. You'll get a sense of what it's like to open yourself up to your mysticism like never before, and you'll be inspired to walk the feminine path, pouring into yourself and the collective around you. From the way you make your money, to the way you trust your path, and the way you show up in the world, you really can embody your soul's truth. So keep listening and prepare to enter Temple Space. Hey sisters, let's be honest. There's a difference between your spiritual path being something you do and being who you are. We're all here listening today because we're craving the embodied power that is possible when we resurrect our relationship with ancient and sacred wisdom. But none of us is alone when we realize we have a lot of work to do, individually and collectively, in order to help the divine feminine truly rise. Truth is, there are generations worth of deconditioning and decolonizing work that needs to happen for goddess energy to feel safe enough to flourish. And each of us has a different soul calling and dharmic purpose to help her do just that. While this all sounds so magical, it's not really that easy to step out of the systems and structures we've known all our lives, even if our intuition is screaming at us to do so. And we all could use a little guidance on how best to bravely step onto the feminine path. This is why I made you an insightful quiz. In nine grounded questions, you'll see exactly where you're at in your divine feminine journey and what could help you most as you root into your spiritual growth. It's super easy for you to take and it will give you incredible insight into awakening your magic and stepping into your power. Simply head on over to rootedfeminine.com quiz to take the first step in your rerouting journey. Hey sister, welcome to episode seven of Rooted Feminine. I sort of halfway apologize for the clickbaity title. Um, I just wanted to get A, get your attention, but also B, do this topic some justice because the word toxic has been thrown around a lot. It's almost like, you know, the word trauma, both of which are very important words and have a weighty meaning to them, but are kind of thrown around in a nonchalant way. So I wanted to just bring some attention here, bring some love to this word um, and and do it some justice on an episode. I also want to share before we jump in is that everything I'm going to talk about here today is true for masculine energy as well. So when we're talking about the three types of feminine energy and how it manifests and all of that stuff, the same is true for masculine. We know that the masculine can be toxic. 
We also know that the masculine can be immature and mature, which we're going to talk about today. So it's not just about being a toxic feminine or a toxic woman, right? And remember, even after that, is that neither of these energies are gendered anyway. So men can have toxic masculine energy and men can have toxic feminine energy and vice versa. Okay. So this is true all around. We're not just talking about that quote unquote nasty woman. Okay. So one thing that we need to move on to or move into is knowing that our feminine energy is always serving us. It is always there, always around. Okay. Whether we're aware of it, whether we're consciously calling upon it or not, our feminine is there because the feminine never left. She never left our planet. She never left society. She never left the human race. She was driven underground. Okay. Feminine energy has been dormant for sure and has been quiet for sure, though we know from a previous episode, a couple episodes ago, she is rising and we see evidence of that all around. Um, just because she was an underground does not mean that she's been gone or eradicated. Um, she's just been sleeping and biding her time, biding her time patiently to come back when we were ready, when we were able and willing to receive her and channel her. But by going underground, that's, that's one of the things that happened is we lost our connection to her source, right? We have forgotten how to channel with her or to channel her intentionally. We've forgotten how to work with her intentionally. So while some of us are absolutely more online and more in tune and getting divine downloads all the time and manifesting things all the time, the question is, is that intentional and is that conscious? Because our ancestors knew what they were doing in terms of working with this energy consciously knew what they were doing in terms of intentionally cultivating their relationship with the sacred feminine and the sacred masculine and utilizing those purposefully. And I feel like that is something that we do not remember how to do. And that's why we're here. This is what remembering our magic is all about. Remembering that we're born for this. Remembering that we are divine. Remembering that we are portals and we are channels where we are our our goal and our purpose is to make manifest to channel the divine into physical reality right and in order to do this we connect we need to reconnect we need to remember and we need to reconnect so in ancient times right the ability to read nature kept people alive the ability to lead with love created a community which again kept people alive, right? We need more of this in our modern day society. It might not be saber-toothed tigers, but it sure is automatic weapons, right? Or semi-automatic weapons, right? So the feminine is rising because she is needed right now. And we can reconnect with this. We can remember. We can channel this purposefully and we can channel this intentionally because when you know we're operating currently as a society in a world without a grasp of this right we're not sure 
how our feminine energy is serving us. We're not channeling it, conducting it, being a conduit for it in a conscious way. We're not really sure how we're coming across to others, right? This can be really damaging to the important relationships in our lives. Not that we're trying to like please people. That's not what I'm saying here. But when you're not conscious of how your energy is flowing, when you're not conscious of how, what you're putting out there and the way you're being in the world, then of course you're going to affect people. You're going to affect people for good and you're going to affect people for bad. And so it's not about caring what others think and it's not about pleasing people, but it's about taking ownership of the way we're showing up in the world, right? It's about, about being sovereign and about understanding that our consequences have actions. And if we're completely oblivious, or sorry, our actions have consequences. And if we're completely oblivious to our actions, then we cannot intentionally choose the consequences. We cannot walk into those con- those consequences with our heads held high and with a sense of ownership of them, okay? Whether they're positive consequences or negative consequences. It's the, this awareness and this ownership, okay? So in the same vein, we're not, if we're unaware of how we're impacting the people, we're probably very unaware of how we're impacting our environment. And that means our energetic environment and our planetary environment, right? We're just moving through life like a freaking tornado and we're not taking any, any responsibility for it. Okay. We're also not really walking the feminine path. We're not uplifting our community. We're not bettering the collective. We're certainly not bettering ourselves if we have no awareness of of it. And in this vein, what ends up happening is we cause harm. We cause harm to ourselves. We cause harm to others. We cause harm to the environment. And we may be completely oblivious to it. But whether we're aware or not, whether it's intentional or not, we are not operating from that place of awareness. We are not tuned on, turned on or tuned in. There's no sense of responsibility. But when we do create this grounded relationship with our feminine, when we are able to have an awareness, when we're awakened to the way that we're operating in the world, the way that we're operating with others, we're opening our connection to the to the divine, right? We are becoming those conduits. We're becoming those channels. And what is the divine if not love? So if we are becoming that conduit and we're choosing it and we're doing it with an intention and attention, then we're channeling the universe. We're channeling divine love, right? We're supporting the planet. We're supporting the planet, all of her peoples, all of her inhabitants, all of her flora, all of her fauna. We can be basically like a lighthouse, a beam of sacred feminine. And we can pour in, we can receive this spirit, right? I was at a conference recently and one of the presenters talking about channeling and talking about being a conduit and saying from spirit, through spirit, to spirit, right? And so when we become that, when we consciously connect with our sacred, when we tune in when we turn on when we awaken when we channel when we become this conduit it's from spirit 
through spirit to spirit. You know, from love through love to love. Okay. So to put this into a context of level aware level of awareness and level of consciousness and how familiar you are with your sacred feminine, with your divinity, we want to look at the sacred feminine energy and how it's showing up in your life and how you are relating to it. And hey there, hopping in real quick to let you know that I've created something deep, profound, and also really fun for you. I know you're here because you're yearning for the days when feminine power was revered, when women were the sought after oracles and the magic weavers. But the first thing that often comes up is the fear that modern day society no longer celebrates these ideas. We no longer take the time to slow down and savor the seasons, leaning into the wisdom that Mother Earth so graciously offers. We no longer pour into ourselves and each other, mothering a sense of community and well-being. And we no longer co-create with the universe, bringing divine guidance down into our bodies and living our soul's truth. For those of us who crave this, it's really hard to reconcile the deep yearning for feminine ways with the uber-productive and mostly destructive masculine flavor of the world's day. So how are you supposed to reclaim your magical, powerful birthright when the world isn't designed to support it? Well, I'm a firm believer in tapping into your roots. You absolutely can embody ancient wisdom and awaken your feminine magic in your modern day life right now. I mean, what better way to bring down the patriarchy than to live, breathe, and share the sacred feminine at the grocery store, the school pickup line, in our businesses, and every way we show up in our day-to-day -day lives. In fact, I'd love to walk you through a rewilding process that will help you bravely step onto the feminine path and rebirth your relationship to your power. And you can start by watching my on-demand training called the six phases of the rerouting cycle. When you tune in, you'll explore why ascension is doing a disservice to your spiritual journey and how descension and embodiment really serves you. We'll also go through the six phases of the rooting cycle, the feminine energies that support it, and how to work toward embodying your rebirth. And finally, you'll learn how to avoid the number one mistake women make when rerouting into their feminine. So if you're ready to boldly step onto the feminine path and reclaim your primal potency, you can sign up for the training and start working toward calling your feminine energy into your everyday life right now. Simply head over to rootedfeminine.com slash masterclass to register. And the first way, there are three, the first way is immaturely. And I know that kind of sounds like an insult, like, oh, you have immature feminine energy or you are relating to your feminine energy immaturely. And what we're really talking about here is unconsciously. You are asleep to your feminine energy. And this is what a lot of us, if not most of us, and I'd say all of us, even me who works with this daily, um, there's still facets of my feminine that are asleep or dormant or I'm unconscious of. So this is not anything to be ashamed of or anything to be um, like worried about. It's just an honest evaluation. So you can take an honest look. And so if you have immature feminine energy or you are relating immaturely to your feminine, you're unconscious. 
Again, this is what most of us are walking around with some version of, and it means that the feminine is present, but you're not in direct communication with it, right? You're not in direct relationship with it. You're not, um, there's no symbiosis. You're not pouring into it. It's not pouring into you. It's just kind of there. Um, so you're not intentionally channeling. You're not working with your mat, your magic or your mysticism and your medicine, right? Your soul's purpose, what you are here to share with the world is absolutely not able to really flow through you. Um, it's just, it's just not turned on. And so this might show up for you in many, many ways, but a couple of ways that this might come through is when you find yourself in a really reactive state and you're not really able to respond, right? So you're easily triggered you are maybe easily emotional, you're easily reacting to your environment. This is um, warrior-s energy, so your warrior-s archetype being activated or being on, becoming online, but you don't know how to evoke it maturely. Warrior-s is trying to protect you, she's trying to set up boundaries, she's trying to um, to stand for something so she doesn't fall for anything, right? She's trying to stand up, but there's no symbiosis. There's no groundedness in this relationship. So she's kind of just flying off the handle, right? She's she's really triggered and really activated. And so she's protecting you, but in a really reactionary way. Okay. Another way this might show up is if you have an immature relationship with your sacred feminine is self-sabotage. So this is like dark goddess is coming in your life. Dark goddess energy is showing up and she's removing things from your life or she's making big changes, but it's ungrounded. You're not calling her in. You're not saying dark goddess, please eradicate this for me. I've thought about this consciously. I know what I want. It's just, ah, come on in here and burn shit down, right? That self-sabotage, that's immature dark goddess. It's unfounded. It's ungrounded. Okay. So that would be immature. You have an immature relationship with your divine feminine. Okay, so let's talk about toxic. Are you toxic? Is your relationship with your divine feminine toxic? Do you have toxic relations with her? And so when you're toxic, you're conscious. You know what you're doing, but you're consciously manipulating, okay? And all of us have done this. Some of us continue to do this, right? So again, no judgment place, just pointing out these three states so that you can bring them into your awareness so you can um, objectively evaluate this for yourself, okay? So toxic feminine means that you are consciously manipulating. You're aware of your power. You know that you have potent feminine um energies that you can make things happen but we're wielding this power in a way that's harmful or manipulative or in order to just get what you want right it's not healthy it's not whole it's not rooted in love or well-being for yourself and it's not rooted in love or well-being for others this is the kind of stuff that feels good on the surface but then you have guilt shame a vulnerability hangover after um, you know, afterwards, this is what toxic feminine feels like. Okay. So 
it feels like it's rooted in an, an ulterior motive. It feels like it's rooted in a selfish motive. It's just to get what you want. Okay. And so this shows up again in many, many ways, but here's just an example. So all of us, I would say, have used sex to get what we want. Right. And it's just true, right? Toxic is going to, when we're working with our toxic feminine, we're going to bring up shadow. There, it's just going to happen, right? So using sex to get what you want, that's seductress coming in and, and trying to activate your sensuality, trying to activate your sexuality, but not in a sacred way. It's a, hey, I can use sexual attraction to manipulate someone or something or a situation. Okay, so that would be toxic. Another way this shows up, complete opposite, doesn't have to be sexually, right? But another way this shows up is like feigned incompetence. So how I see this is, let's say you just got in a big fight with like your significant other, you're uncomfortable with the conflict, right? And you're trying to fix the thing. So you like get a jar of spaghetti sauce or something and you're like, can you open this for me? I can't open it. I'm not strong enough to open it, right? So you're feigning incompetence. You're feigning like you need their help because you're what you're doing is you're manipulating them to fix the conflict rather than coming at them and saying, hey, we just had a fight. Let's deal with this. Let's talk about this, da, 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 da. It's, can you open this jar for me? You're, you're manipulating them into a connection. And this is your maiden, this is your maiden energy coming on in a toxic way, right? Jovial, youthful, fresh, playful, but showing up in a way that's selfish, showing up in a way that's manipulating the situation. Um, so immature is completely unconscious or unaware. Toxic is conscious, but consciously manipulative, mature feminine energy. Okay. So what's, what's the third one? is mature feminine energy. And this is conscious change-making, conscious change-making. So this is the ultimate goal that we're all going for. And again, sharing this from objective standpoint, making you aware because all of us have all three of these at different times, right? And there's no judgment, but conscious change-making is the mature feminine energy and it's the goal, right? Embodying our feminine, working with her, working with her to form a mature relationship with her. This is the sacredness, okay? This is the sacred relationship. So you have an understanding of the potency of your power, just like when you're using it in a toxic way, but you're consciously using it for the betterment of yourself and for the betterment of the collective, okay? So it's not to get what you want, it's to make things better, okay? And making things better, getting what you want makes things better. So it's, again, there's we have to tease apart these nuances, but you know what I'm talking about, where the intention is manipulative or where the intention is pure, okay? So mature feminine energy is whole and healed, right? It's, a root, it's rooted in love. It's rooted in the betterment of all right? The betterment of everyone and all the things. So this is when you become that channel. You become that channel for universal magic. 
from source through source to source, from love through love to love, from spirit through spirit to spirit, right? However you want to think about that. That's when you're tuned on in your feminine and a mature way, in a conscious way, in a conscious change-making way, okay? So you're bringing your mysticism and your medicine online intentionally. Some examples of this are, um, you know, cultivating an, a family culture. I think this is something that gets, um, th- that is not done consciously, right? But setting rules in, in your family, setting expectations for your kids, your partner, yourself, whatever, a family culture saying, this is how our family operates in the world. This is how we behave. This is what we tolerate. This is what we value, right? You can feel the intention coming in. This is queen. This is your queen archetype coming on saying, creating your queendom, right? Not your kingdom, but your queendom. How will I live in this world? How will I operate? What values do I uphold? Do I uphold? How will I lead people? You need a conscious um, awareness of your leadership potential, of your leadership capability. And when that leadership is rooted in love, rooted in the betterment of all, everyone in the family benefiting from this family culture that you're creating, that's your queen. And that's a mature relationship with your queen. Okay, another example of mature feminine would be something like um, birthing a new offer in your business. Okay, sometimes we just throw things at the wall and we're like, let's try this. And we just bring a new offer online, right? That would probably be immature creatrix because we're not calling in our power, right? We're not calling in the sacredness of creatrix. But when we do, these offers feel like they're soul aligned not only with us but with our audiences right creatrix is we're channeling her we're channeling how she wants to weave this new offering together and how she wants to birth it into the world creating something brand new creating something from your dharma that is that will serve the dharma of your people right so that would be an example of mature feminine and having a mature feminine relationship with your creatrix energy in order to birth your new offer in your business okay so i hope you can see now that all of us have tendencies to be immature tendencies to be toxic and the capability to have mature um, relationships with our energy so it becomes first and foremost about be, about opening our awareness. How am I operating? Being willing to look at it even when it's, you know, uncomfortable or even when it's difficult. And then once you're aware, once you're open, actively making those relationships, cultivating that relationship with your energy, being with it, sitting with it, seeing how it manifests for you, seeing what it needs from you, becoming that channel becoming that conduit. This is stuff that takes time. This is stuff that evolves over time and develops. If you want help with that, and if you are ready to develop that grounded and mature relationship with your sacred feminine, this is what we do inside of Rooted. 
in our sacred sisterhood, we work with 12 different archetypes. So the ones that I mentioned here, as well as many others, and we do it in a sequential way to really help you bring about your rebirth in a conscious way to help you cultivate mature relationships with your sacred feminine. All right. And by doing that, you're able to take up space. You're able to trust yourself and you're able to bravely co-create with the universe, the existence that you're, that you're asking for, that you're wanting. So you can join us inside at Rooted at any time over at rootedfeminine.com slash collective. And I will see you next time next week here in Temple Space. Thank you so much for listening to Rooted Feminine. For show notes, links, downloads, head over to rootedfeminine.com slash podcast, where you'll be able to build a deeper relationship with me and the show, as well as sink into all past episodes. If you loved what you heard today, it would be so kind of you to share it with your divine feminine friends, subscribe to the show, and even leave a review. Cannot wait to connect with you next week.